Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Thursday, May 12th, 2022, one day later than normal. We had, again, scheduling conflicts, second week in a row. It's mm. okay. There is no one to blame, although Tyler would be the one to blame if we were blaming anyone. You know what, Jay? I'm going to do it. I'm going to point the fingers, my finger at the listeners for not telling their friends about it to where this can be our full-time job. <laughs> if you told more people about the podcast and we could make money, more money off of this, I would quit my job. You'd get seven episodes a week. <laughs> Today we are reviewing... The epic Viking. Viking? Is it is that appropriate? Yeah. Ooh, Viking. Yeah. What what is it? Just an epic, I guess. The Northman. Yeah. Starring Skarsgard. What's his first name? Alex. R- Alexander. Alexander Skarsgard. Um movie I had no interest of in seeing. Watched it for the podcast. Riley really wanted to see it because the guy who directed this also directed, I believe, The Lighthouse, the movie where she wanted to see Robert Pattinson's dick, but she didn't. Mm-mm. Um didn't see any dick in this. Almost did. Yeah. There's a little bit of nudity. Um, not as much as I was expecting yeah. for a Viking movie <laughs> last week we were talking about it but I will say I was not very excited heading into this and it has pretty good reviews and I don't know I might be different from the consensus a little bit of a spoiler there. oh let's yeah, talk about 60% it 60% of the time it works every time Don Samos. what we just become best friends yep I'm not fucking leaving the show goes on. Okay, Ty, before we jump into the Northmen, since today's episode is a little thin, I actually have some questions for you, Ty. Hmm. Just Did, general movie questions? I didn't tell you what these were about. Nothing. You asked if they're about the Northmen. I said no. And I do this a lot. I like keeping the intrigue of surprise. Yeah. Um, it might annoy you, but that's okay. These are Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness questions, Ty. Throwing it back to last week. We are Marvel first on this podcast, and yes, we reviewed it last week. Go check that out if you haven't already. If you went and watched the movie, now you can review or listen to a spoiler review. Go check it out. I have some questions that have just been lingering in my head. Some of them kind of deeper questions about the MCU. Some of them just kind of stupid questions, but I have five. And these are five questions I legitimately was you know jotting down when I thought of them throughout the week. For you, Ty. Okay. Um, before I do that, I will say I did not bring a notebook into the Northman. I forgot again. Mm, I knew you wouldn't. But I did try to start taking notes on my phone because I was the only one in there, and then two guys walked in, so I couldn't actually do that. So you have notes on just just the beginning scene. As you could see, them in a cave. I titled it. You. <laughs> it's it's the SpongeBob meme meme with the really fancy thuh and nothing after. <laughs> I was ready, and then some guys walked in. Okay. okay. Uh, some of these are bigger than – I guess I'll start with the more shallow questions. Number one. Yeah, warm, warm me up. This was actually my number two question. But number one, how does the Illuminati Captain Marvel die when it was just like a simple statue mm. falling on mm. her? Yes. Yeah. What's <laughs> – I don't know because our Captain Marvel <laughs> flew through a fucking ship just head first. Yeah. Destroyed and this entire, one's like, ooh, big rock. An entire Thanos ship. Yeah. Um, cause all the other deaths I thought were, you know, like black bolt. She literally sewed his mouth shut and he fucking exploded his own brain. Yep. She got into uh, professor X's brain, snapped his neck. Yep. 
shredded profe- uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yep. Uh, Peggy Carter, he she kind of just killed, but Peggy Carter doesn't have like superhuman what do you ability. Mean she kind of just killed. She chopped her in half with a yeah, fucking shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what? That was that was probably the most Did violent. Did she chop death. her in half? I thought it was just kind of like a no. There's like her like force. like the top of her body falls over, and then the backside of her body falls over. You see the shield go into the wall behind her. It's very much I didn't implied. Even realize that when we very much implied she gets chopped straight in half, and then Captain Marvel just gets. Tumbled by a yeah. bunch of rocks. And I'm gonna statues. have to watch. The, I'm gonna have to watch the tape again. They could have done something cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but 100, percent they should have done something better with that. But I was just so enthralled by the other deaths that didn't Maybe matter. This universe's Captain Marvel isn't as powerful. Let's go with that. Because she wasn't. Uh, well, never mind. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Number two, Ty. Um, let me see. Okay, this is another one. It's not as shallow, but. I, we, we mentioned it last week, but I was just thinking about this more. So I finally showed my parents Shang-Chi. I've been telling them for months that to watch it. I thought they had, and I was over on Mother's Day, and they were like, no, we haven't watched it yet. And I was like, are you kidding me? How have you not, you not watched this yet? It's a fucking incredible film. It is currently sitting at 11th. 91, right? Or nine, 91, Maybe 89 and a half. Did I give it a 91? You gave it an 89. I gave it a 90. Oh, geez. I don't even know where I got 91 from. I don't. I don't know. My dad's excuse is, well, I don't know the character, so I haven't been interested. I'm like, okay, well, all the MCU characters, you didn't know who they were before the first movie, Dad. Bingo. So I finally got him to watch it. They loved it. Okay. Um, I'm sure they did. It's a great movie. My dad, literally, when Aquafina got pushed off the scaffolding in that one fight scene, and you think she's going to die, but they catch her, um, he literally was like, no! Like, he yelled that out. Verbal. Yes. Verbal, (laughs) you know, uh, (laughs) concern. That is not my question, though. My question is, (laughs) what the fuck is Wong doing? Like, with everything. We have the abomination stuff, and then we have, like, Ned getting a sling ring and maybe being a sorcerer, but that's a Spider-Man character, so how the fuck does that do anything? They're training America Chavez. Yeah. Like, what What do we think this is leading to, to Wong? Is he going to – Is are we leading to – you know, this kind of alludes to a future question, Secret Wars, maybe we get Doctor Strange and whoever versus Wong and whoever. Is he going to be, like, the good Doctor Strange? Is that what we're doing here? I don't know. I have no clue. Oh, we also uh, have the Shang-Chi end credit scenes with yes, the, the rings and the – the beacon and Hulk isn't Professor Hulk anymore, and I forgot about that. Yeah, he was regular Bruce Banner, wasn't he? Yeah. Fuck yeah! You just brought back. A, I, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> I, I just I I don't. I, yeah, I, he's got some shit going on that they just fully don't address in this movie whatsoever. Um, people which are also is kind of like other things they just didn't address entirely. <laughs> um, people are also asking the question. How does Ned make a portal his first try, but America Chavez is struggling? I don't know. From what I read, actually, or heard, or maybe watched on YouTube, one of the three, um, <laughs> is that America Chavez was originally supposed to appear in Spider-Man. There was And she was going to be the one that it. opened the portal for the other Spider-Men to come in or whatever. That would have made more sense than Ned. Yeah, as an introduction, but... She Whatever. wouldn't even have to open. Like, she wouldn't have to learn magic. She would just punch a hole in the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, again, the most badass power and just completely overlooking other things they did. Yeah. Um, no, I yeah, Wong, though. We got Abomination. We got post-credit scene from Shang-Chi. He's got a lot of shit going on. I, I He is Sorcerer Supreme, but, like, are we going to get a Wong miniseries or something? Like, when, <laughs> when does this get resolved? Oh, a Wong miniseries? Yeah, really Wong one. Uh- <laughs> I thought of other questions while we were talking about Wong, and now I forgot him again, Ty. I apologize. Um, I just wanted to give you a thorough answer on your Wong question. Maybe I'll think of it while we go through this. Number three. Is this the most misleading movie trailer the MCU has released? Now, I'm not saying intentionally holding things out, but actually being misleading. I, When I went and saw The Northman, there was a Doctor Strange trailer. Okay. And I forgot the fact that there was a line that said Wong was like, strange, you something about you did this spell, you opened up this whatever. Like pretty much alluding that Doctor Strange created this multiverse of madness. Yeah. I I think so. <laughs> I think it's very much on there because everyone had expectations that that's how it was going the to play out. The fallout of Spider-Man. Yes, the fallout of his the consequences of his own actions. And instead, it's just like, new character, we don't care what happened. Yeah, man, it's just so weird. I know they did a lot of reshoots, and I don't know what the original 
big picture thing of this movie was and how it intertwined with the previous movies and if that was any different from what the like what the actual result was i don't know it's just and then they just briefly you know i mentioned it last week and you didn't even like notice it that they mentioned spider-man and so they obviously know what happened with the whole spider-man situation and it's just it, it was you know i don't know misleading trailer though for sure it's very unmarvel like to be so just not consistent and setting things up and then jumping around going to do something else and i mean it's kind of hinted at that one is going to be the vision i like that part of the tra- not the vision the villain yeah i like that part of the trailer where it's like hey we don't really know if one is the villain or not uh-huh but the rest of it just entirely they were setting up to make us believe this is a different story one complaint though about that they show the scene where it's the other universe is wanda kind of holding her you know her face or whatever like because she's realizing her kids don't love her blah 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 like I almost would have preferred if that wasn't in the trailer because mm. I feel like it did take a little bit of the emotional punch out of it. That's fair. Um, There's always too much in trailers. Shout out to the new Adam Sandler basketball movie that we already know the entire plot of that we're reviewing in a few weeks. <laughs> Which also, this wasn't on my list, but brings up like, obviously we asked where White Vision was, but where's just Vision and all these other realities? Just non-existent. In every single reality, he's a deadbeat dad. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, is there to raise his children. And then I, I saw some people bringing up the fact that, like, in Loki, we literally had an alligator representing Loki as a variant. But in this film, all of the Wandas are played by the same person, and all of the Doctor Stranges are played by the same person, and all the um the, the one other sorcerer are played by the same person. And, like, why wasn't there different versions? And, like, Monica Rambeau is the same character, and, you Peggy know... Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter is the same character. And I just think that's one of those things where you can say, well, it's it's the multiverse. There's infinite realities. Some will have guys that look the same and some won't. Bingo. Fucking hit that nail on the head. Still would have been cool if we got more actors, I guess. Like, I know the Tom Cruise thing. I think that was probably just made up by the fans. but It was talked about, but he never could have done it because of filming for Mission Impossible, apparently. Of course. Like, it was like a quick comment and then like, a, nah, we can't really get him. Um, I guess I'll do this question next. At the end of WandaVision, end credit scene, we hear, we see Wanda going through the Darkhold, and hear, she hears her kids asking for help. Yeah. How does that at all correlate to this film? Doesn't. Is Here, she imagining that? Is that the Darkhold playing tricks on her? Yes. Is that just what we have to assume now? I think we'll go with that. Her eyes were closed, so it could have been like a dream situation where she was hearing her kids. Well, she was like studying her, I don't, I don't know. Her fucking, like, mystic thing was studying, but her actual body was, you know, making tea. That would have been cool to see some of that. Her and Doctor Strange battle in the astral realm. That would have been sick. That would have been dope. Again, not following up on things they set up. Very not like Marvel. Very concerning. As a diehard MCU fan. We we asked it after Endgame. Did did we peak? Maybe we did. I don't know. Loki series was still really good. (laughs) My fifth and final question, Ty. And this is an argument I also saw on social media. And I want to get your take. Does Doctor Strange, the film, Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse Madness, does it potentially setting up, like, super cool things, like Secret Wars and, like, all these cool branches that maybe in five years it all comes together? If it sets up those cooler things in the grand scheme, does that make this individual film better in reflection? Because I saw someone say, I will not, and I'm not going to give my take, but someone did say, that's why I don't like judging these Marvel movies right away by themselves. I like judging them in the grand scheme of things. Mm. Now, maybe I would think that if we didn't have a patent pending movie scale that broke down the movie entirely. <laughs> and that's upon reflection. It's still the exact same movie. Did it set stuff up? Did it have consequences? Sure. Mm-hmm. But this movie played out and we judge movies based on how they play out. I don't think you can retroactively make a movie better. But just personally, how would you feel about this if it sets up cooler stuff? That'd be great. I'd be very happy for it. I think they could have continued on the previous storylines into this, setting up new stuff, and we would have had a better through line. I mean, I still loved the movie. Don't get me wrong. It was really fun, very unique. Had a blast with it. But I, I would have liked to have a better through line than just, you know, events that correlate but don't actually connect, if that makes sense. Um, I think the Clea thing, the post credit scene, mm-hmm. spoilers if you skipped the last episode and are just <laughs> listening to this episode, my bad. Um, 
I mean, we've been talking a lot about that's the true. Plot, we didn't so. need Illuminati and shit. Yeah, I think I think we said this before. Every episode, spoilers carry over. <laughs> yeah. If I say spoiler you, once, it's assumed that you already. Yeah, you have. So that's just that's on you for listening. Um, no, I think if the Clea thing or whatever sets up some sort of battle world, you know, secret wars type thing where we just get variants fighting variants and off the wall kind of shit, fucking awesome. Be like a even bigger um civil war yeah that would be fucking perfect you know what i would love to see and they would never do this but you know what i would love to see what i would love because like movies like that obviously the problem is there's so much going on and it's so hard to devote screen time that's what made infinity war so great is they did it in such an excellent manner what if they did like a four-part mini series on disney plus where they built up all the plot of the movie in in a series and then the movie itself that was released in theaters is just like a two-hour climax just like a two-hour fight scene. That would be pretty sick. I know it probably wouldn't make – it obviously wouldn't make as much money because you would have to tell people to go watch the series and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that would be fucking awesome. If we can get the, the movie-scale fight scene, just like two hours of it. Yeah. Maybe that would get old after a while, but – I don't think it would. I don't think it would. have to be a – the whole thing doesn't have to be a fight scene, but, like, leave all the plot and stuff for, like, this four-part miniseries leading up to it. That would be sick if they ever did that. I, I think the fact that you brought up Civil War makes a great point that – Captain America viewed one of the leaders of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. His third movie was essentially Avengers two and a half. <laughs> yeah. And it's civil war. I would, I would argue Dr. Strange is probably the top dog for the Avengers. Now is his third movie going to be Avengers four and a half and Dr. It's Strange. Dr. Strange secret wars. We get a Captain America civil war, Dr. Strange Dr. secret war. I don't know. And it's just the team up and it's all the shit that this movie set up going into his third one, just like Captain America. And we get the big team-up thing again. So does this all mean they're just going to kill Kang and Ant-Man and Quantumania? Yeah, I think it, I think so. I'd be pissed. They're not doing a good job of connecting stuff. <laughs> I'll be very happy. No, they're going to – it's just the events of Loki are going to have no correlation. It's just going to be a completely unrelated King and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, it is a different person because it's Yeah, to be but they're not even going to reference Loki. They're going to pretend Loki never happened. I have a feeling they might do that, though, because they might have done the Loki thing, had that happened, and now their excuse on everything else moving forward is like, oh, well, all this can happen now because they killed him in Loki. But that's not ne- something that has to like necessarily tie in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be a bummer. No, nah, because I will say this one very much felt like a continuation of WandaVision, so I really hope that one Loki season in its two. own way is a continuation. Of- ah, that's true. There's a second season. Second season come out before or after Quantumanium? Definitely after. Quantumanium is like early next year do we know when loki is no haven't announced a a release yet trying to look let's go on wikipedia see when quantum mania is slated to come out it is slated to come out we have black panther so we have thor in july we have black panther in november of 2022 and then we have ant-man february 2023 then we have uh guardians 3 next may on cinco de mayo and then the marvels next july Fantastic Four got bumped, obviously. So. so wait, when does Quantum Manium come out? Next February. Okay, Loki yeah, starts filming not. in June. They do a real quick turnaround, which TV shows typically are quick turnarounds. They have so many shows scheduled. I feel like they could get that, that out in January. After, though, they could get that out in January and roll it right into Quantum Manium. I think they would do Quantum Manium and then roll it into Loki. It's possible. I just Loki doesn't have a release date yet. And it feels like that's a very good time to release it, is around that. They also have, a, obviously, the Blade movie, pre-production. <sighs> Untitled Deadpool film. Still don't know what they're doing there. Yeah, real bummer they didn't, didn't introduce him in this. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is still a executive producer, I believe, though, so that's good. Untitled Captain America sequel, that's going to be Falcon. Yeah. Captain America 4, whatever. Uh, and a Shang-Chi sequel and a mutant-centered film, which who knows what they do with that. Anyways, my answer to circle back to this, uh, my original question is it might make the grand scheme of the MCU cooler. You know what I mean? Like just because it sets up cool stuff for future movies, that means the future movies are going to be really cool. Yeah. And that means, yeah, the grand scheme of the MCU will be really cool. But that doesn't make that one individual cog better. Because if you think about the Avengers trilogy or quadrilogy, quadrilogy, fuck yeah, great overall story. Like the whole thing, very pleased with it, blah, blah, blah. 
That doesn't mean that Avengers uh, Age of Ultron is any better. You know what I mean? Not saying, I mean, that's obviously the worst one of the four and one of, you know, I feel like a, a lower half MCU movie personally. For sure. But like that doesn't make that one better, like elevate it because, you know, it's in part of this bigger grand scheme. And that's what Marvel's been so good at is telling these big grand scheme stories, but also telling their own stories in a singular movie that has its own kind of arc and everything going on, you know? So, and I feel like with that being said, like this movie, what does it really do to set up secret wars outside of the post credit scene? Yeah. But like outside of that, we're already aware of the multiverse. We got that in Spider-Man. We did multiverse. We saw different variants. You could introduce America Chavez and Miss Marvel and the Marvels and, you know, any sort of. Yeah show t uh, movie like even if this does lead to secret wars it didn't really do any of the like heavy lifting necessary work yeah it just is like hey post credit scene could be secret wars yeah the post credit scene led to it which that, i guess that maybe i could say the post credit scene can age well for sure and that'll get a 96 and rotten tomatoes there, but not, just not the pizza papa scene. not pizza papa should article idea or not article idea we don't do those anymore um <laughs> Podcast idea. Okay. Ranking all of the MCU post credit scenes. 100% has been done multiple times, but we could do it. Yeah, we have our own fucking opinions. Tonight. Oh, you said yeah, a podcast, not article. Yes. I don't know if there's ever been a podcast. <laughs> we thoroughly break down the post credit scenes. Yes. And then at the end, we pitch our five post credit scenes. I have the one Wolverine one that made no yeah. sense, but. We have the one Doctor Strange one. I'll have to go back and listen to that one. What would have been your second? I mean, we taught, we literally were pitching it in the theater. But your second post-credit scene on Doctor Strange. Do you remember what we were saying? Oh, fuck. I don't remember. We were saying it was going to cut to Wanda under the rubble. And then we see, like, White Vision kind of show up. Yeah. Like, he kind of flies down. And he obviously has some memories. And maybe he's not white anymore. Maybe he's, like, white but, like, has red in him. He's getting his color back. Yeah. And he's just like, Wanda. Or, I thought it was <laughs> That was so bad. That was such a bad Paul Bettany. And... I don't know if they're going to kill her or not. Like, and this could all depend on what direction they want to go with Vision. Maybe she is dead, and they show Vision going to her, and then she's dead, and that makes that vi- white Vision just go crazy again, and now he's evil. Yeah. Or you think she's dead. He's like seeing her like, oh, my God, but then she opens her eyes. Like Vision kind of saved her life kind of deal. And gotcha. boom, that brings it full circle with why the fuck Vision wasn't part of this and why, you know, and it kind of sets up a potential future because right now you just have that character lingering there. Because if you're not going to eventually bring him back and address it, just kill him in WandaVision. And, but they do have the, the Agatha show, so who knows? Hmm. And Wanda's got to be in that, though, because Agatha has no powers now. She's just a basic bitch. Does Ralph Bonner appear in the Agatha show? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. <sighs> you got a synopsis for us for the Northman tie? Um... <clears throat> Prince Amleth is on the verge of becoming a man when his father is brutally murdered by his uncle, who kidnaps the boy's mother. Two decades later, Amleth is a Viking who raids Slavic villages. He soon meets a... Ser- oh, I was doing so good. Cirrus? C- Cirrus? Who reminds him of his vow. Save his mother. Kill his uncle. Avenge his father. Yeah. The Northmen. Sitting at an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, 64 audience score. And more importantly, I usually end with this. But a fresh rating from Mr. Armin White. What? <laughs> I don't like that. I'm guessing you liked this movie. <sighs> I want to tell you what, Jay, I did. I did like this movie. This is your whole go home, think about it. I was thinking about this movie. Really? I was. I wiped it from my mind right away. Mm. So this look, movie, this movie was something, and I, I, it stuck with me. It did, and I think, I think part of it is we again we recorded late. I've had a long week. I've been real tired. I was like kind of, kind of getting tired, and then all the trippy scenes that were like dream sequences. It just felt like a surreal thing. Like I don't remember if what I watched was high? really happening or not. It felt like it with what I was watching and my my attentive netlist attentiveness level Mm -hmm. it was just kind of going together and i was like what the fuck um so his title is vikings forever his uh header is the northman heaves with furious medieval energy too bad ethan hawk and nicole kidman are in it (laughs) Mm. 
Yeah, I don't like Nicole Kidman either. Um, Jason, can you go to... Oh, no. I have to fucking get a, na- a National Review subscription to read his full articles now. And I'm just not going to do that. Yeah, no, that, this this bit's dead. Well, we can still read his, his reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fair. Um, will you please go to the IMDb page for The Northman? Okay. And scroll down to the cast list... And take a look at Mr. Alexander Skarsgård's profile picture on IMDb. He has no pants on. He has no pants on, Jay. He's wearing the top of what you could call a tuxedo. Yes. And then he has no pants on. (laughs) Okay. I think he's in tidy whities Good for him. Is he related to... Isn't there another Skarsgård? The guy who plays It? Yes. Are they related? That is... That is Bill Skarsgård. Uh, one yes, of his siblings. siblings yeah. He also has Gustav Skarsgård, Walter Skarsgård. And um, his uh, father, Stellan Skarsgård. Who I think... Oh, shit! He's the doctor who goes crazy in Thor. Yeah. That's his dad. Yeah. He's in Goodwill Hunting, apparently. I didn't know that, but it's what he's known for. That's not what I know him for. I know him for the MCU. <laughs> wow. The Northman tie. I texted you right after this. I watched it personally, and I said, this is a movie we're going to disagree about, which is good for content, because I knew you were going to like it. Mm, I did. I did enjoy this. I knew that, in my heart of hearts, this was a movie you probably enjoyed more than me. Um, that being said, as always with the patent pending movie ranking scale, it tells the truth for our personal opinions, and I respected it where it deserved mm. respect, and some other aspects I didn't respect, because I don't believe it deserved that respect. Oh, now, I, on the other hand, this movie is getting rave reviews by critics, and I feel like a film snob, because <laughs> um, I, I thought it was fucking pretty cool. I thought it had a, a quality story, which we will talk about. I think the emotional and character building moments were good. I think the trippiness and stylistic choices were good. With that being said, not like it's my favorite movie of all time, um, but I, I think this movie did a lot of things well, just off the rip. We said it was going to be a back-to-back thing for Ethan Hawke, the Moon Knight finale, and then Northman. Mm-hmm. Not enough Ethan Hawke. You didn't even know he was in it. Well, I knew he was in it, but I didn't know who you he did, was. You didn't recognize him in yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Played a great Viking. Great Viking king. A, a bast- Not a bastard king, but a, a shamed king. Shamed king. Whatever they called him in the movie. Shamed king. Really? Yeah. Nice. Fucking yeah, you nailed that. that. Right. Um, oh, I also feel like I have some cleaning up to do. Okay. About three weeks ago, I think, um, we were talking about this, and I said... Well, I'm I'm like 70% Scandinavian. Um, turns out I am a large amount Scandinavian, but it's only like like 17%. <laughs> now, with that being said, I'm a whole lot of everything. So that is very large in comparison to like my 8% this, 6% that. Um, it, it's not as much as I thought, Yeah, which makes sense why I'm short and brown rather than large and <laughs> white. <laughs> um, but it's in there. And I think maybe that's why I connected with this so much. <laughs> Did this motivate you to go back to the gym? Have you been on your gym grind? I haven't. I've been way too tired. <laughs> but I plan on going starting next week again. And the Northman motivated you? Shit, if I could look like Alexander Skarsgård, I'd be ideal. That dude was fucking jacked in this movie. I don't know. I, I obviously don't work out, but I don't know if I'd ever want to get ripped like that. I think I'd mm. just want to get toned. I'm not a big fan of, like, being huge, you know? I don't want to be that dude who's fucking walking around like SpongeBob muscle arms and shit. But if I could just be fucking, like, no body fat, like, his fucking abs in this, he's got, like, an eight-pack as he's doing, like, unflattering sitting-down position. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so fucking cool. Oh, man. You're fucking funny. It's got to be so hard to do. Now, if... I, I know you don't watch pro wrestling. I don't really watch pro wrestling that much anymore either, but I do know that Brock Lesnar is pretty much done. Um, and if I'm Brock Lesnar's agent, which Brock Lesnar probably doesn't have an agent. He seems like a guy who handles business himself. Yeah. Lives in a farm in Canada somewhere. Super secluded. Seems kind of like he, like if he was better with social media, he'd be viewed like Kanye. He doesn't seem like he has a good, um, I just don't, he just doesn't like people. I feel like, so he just kind of stays off the grid. Yeah. Anyways, if I was his agent, I'd be like any movie like this, I'd be calling for because even he, Brock Lesnar, you know, he doesn't really even talk in WWE, so he's not going to act, but could he have been one of the Vikings ravaging that one? Village million percent. He could have been like a mini boss in this, like the head, yeah. the head guy for the, for the uncle. Could have made him the the previous head slave, or you could have made him the freaking football player. 
or what now football, whatever that sport was oh, called. Their cricket, baseball, football. Could have made that Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Could have. I he should have. Instead, it was a guy who was kind of just fat. I don't understand why he was like they build him up as so strong. Well, here's the thing, and I, this is a question I have for you here, Jay. Do you think Vikings were actually ripped, or do you think they were kind of just like strong but like fat strong? I think of both mixture. Because I'm they I'm had sorry, so like, much physical exertion, and everything they did that. Yeah, but also like I feel like to look like the guys who look in this movie, you have to have like a very dedicated nutrition and workout regimen. And I think Vikings just kind of did whatever the fuck they wanted. I don't think you would have that much. You'd have to have more body fat, right? Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. They probably didn't also eat very much because that's true. Few and far between. So maybe they did get ripped. It was just out of starvation and an aggressive amount of work. This movie did make me think just how easy life is nowadays. Yeah. Like, just imagine living in this kind of time where you're you're in a fucking village. Yeah. And you're grown up to just be a fucking murderer and go and just pillage villages. Yeah. I think I would have had to have become like really good with a bow and arrow. <laughs> um, well, people like you, like, <laughs> what say. do you mean, people like me? Never mind. What do you mean? You're saying you people? <laughs> you. Well, you wouldn't have been accepted by the Vikings, but you would have been in a different part of the earth, so you're okay. Okay, yeah. No, I it's... probably would have been a Viking. Yeah, I don't think you would have done well as a Viking. I either. wouldn't. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Have. You wouldn't have made the cut. I would have had to be like a hunter gatherer. <laughs> I would have had to been like the animal guy. You would have been the guy coming around after the pillaging, like getting all the shit they left behind. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you could, maybe you would have been like a Viking doctor. Okay. Yeah, you could have just healed the Vikings. Okay. They would have made fun of you, but a helpful piece. It's just It made me realize, though, how lucky I am. I really am that I don't have to live in a time where, like, I actually have to survive. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of all, just chilling now. All the shit that goes on, obviously, in life is happens, but like, you just have to work a job, and like, then you get money, and the yeah. money helps you survive. You don't have to do like fucking actual survival things, labor. Yeah, hunt for your food, grow shit. Should we do a challenge? Just go out and no, the, no, we shouldn't. The wild for a week no. and try to survive. No, see so you could survive longer. No, but like, no shit. Do you watch Survivor? No, I a hundred percent could do that. You think so? No, I, I'm telling you. I, it's not a thing. I, I know Isn't I could do like that. Athletic challenges? Yeah, I'd be great. Okay. D- you've seen how fast I run when I need to run. I fucking <laughs> gap golf carts. <laughs> okay. You can't deny that, can you? It was very. The golf cart was going about two miles an hour uphill. <laughs> okay, that's just such revisionist <laughs> history. It's not even funny. Okay, maybe it was going like five. I was probably going ten. <laughs> At least. How fast is like fast? Um, like how a, fast does Usain 15. Bolt run? Oh, they're they're like twenty plus. Holy shit! I can I can hit fifteen. No, you can't. There's no way. Usain Bolt probably runs about ten miles an hour to twelve miles an hour faster than me. That's a large amount. I've been wanting to do this for a while, but we should just do forty yard dashes. I think I would have a good forty time. <laughs> not like not like actual NFL good, but yeah, like better run. than Darren Ravel. Oh yeah. Could you rub, run a sub 5? That's my goal is a sub 5. <sighs> That's what like the big linemen run, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, like, to run a sub 5, I think you have to average like 18 miles an hour. Something like that. No way. I used to be quick in my heyday, Ty. You know that. You were, you were pretty quick. I think I could run a sub 5. De- back back then definitely. Now, I don't know. Let's do it. I need to train. I need to do some speed training. Just just stretch. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> I've been wanting to. I just I want to get some 40 times. I don't I just don't have a football field to run on. We'll do three cone drills. We'll do fucking all of it. Bench press. I'll, I'll do some bench I'll press. Do fucking six reps. No, it's like 180 pounds. I'll probably do one rep. Oh, no, I can't bench 180. I'm sure <laughs> of that. I'm fucking positive I can't bench 180. <laughs> Let me tell you now. Plot slash story tie the Northmen. Look, you were mentioning that you liked the plot and the story it told and all this stuff. And I was just smirking because I'm sitting over here looking at an 8 out of 20. No fucking chance, bro. Not only did I double you up, plus one, 17 out of 20. 
I think would the you like plot. To yes, I would. I think the plot for this story. It's a very slow burn, but it's very deliberate in the way everything happens, and you see that it starts with like this family dynamic. And this guy who looks up to his dad and wants to be his dad this entire time, this incredible king. And then the uncle fucking murders him and he has to go live a life on his own. Cut 20 years later, he's a fucking grueling Viking, does all the hard work and shit. Becomes this incredible fucking warrior. And then it continues on and rather than just being a warrior, he falls in love, has a child, wants to still, you know, get his revenge on his uncle full fucking plot twist his uncle is actually kind of the good guy in this and just murdered a giant asshole and made his mom happy Mm -hmm. and this dude just can't deal with that so he still wants to fucking kill everyone Mm -hmm. kills his mom Mm -hmm. kills his stepbrother and then is like fuck it both stepbrothers both separate well half brother and stepbrother Mm -hmm. half brother i think they're both half brothers now i think the one he already had because there was a baby when the king returned yeah the older one wasn't related at all the other one half brother Kills them and then finds out this woman he has now fallen in love with has children and he's like, fuck, I can't let this happen to where he's going to hunt them relentlessly. Goes back and we just get a Star Wars Episode 3 lava fight scene of just so much fucking drama to where they just instantly kill each other at the same time. That's so fucking cool. And that's such a good story of I'm going to sacrifice myself for my fucking kids that I haven't even met yet. And, it, yeah, it's a slow burn, but I think the way everything plays out, I think the the storylines throughout of him wanting his revenge, balancing that with, like, wanting a life in the future, falling in love, finding something he didn't expect, and then realizing now that he has that, the only way he can finish that is by going back to do what he wanted to do originally. That's pretty fucking – that's a good story. How do you think Viking women found out they were pregnant back in the day? Mm, I don't well, I mean, in this, we have, you know, magical shit going on. <laughs> yeah. So he just puts his fucking head up to him, and he's like, you know, oh, shit, family tree. Magical wizard. I think Did she was a witch, too. She was, he, she was part of his family tree? No, he saw his family tree grow with his two children. Oh, I see. I thought that scene was in saying that she was part of the family tree. Oh, you thought like it was incest. Yes. <laughs> no, no incest that I know of. Okay, that's good. No, he saw his children, another branch on his family tree. Look, I respect the high score, Ty. I really do. But to me, I don't. I was just bored. I was confused half the time. Part of it was I couldn't understand okay. what the fuck they were saying. Time out. Also with that, playing God of War really helped me because I got all the mythology and shit, and I understood what was going on. I don't Very know. Very large Nor- help. Norse mythology. I know Thor and Odin. That's about it. Yeah. No, helped a lot with like the little you shit. You understand the dog shit? Uh, no, I still don't get that. <laughs> I will say I don't get that. But, um, like, the witches, the wiz- I don't even know if they're wizards, but that kind of shit. The, like, they brought up different things in reference. Helped a lot. I was just confused. He wandered out of the the, the slave. Um, for I know I think they did call him slave. So the slave house, whatever. And then, like, found himself in a cave, and there was just some crazy guy. Not a crazy guy. Wizard. Magical. He followed the dog. I think the dog turned into that wizard. See, I didn't. I was very confused. A lot of mystical, magical, fucking mythology shit going on here. I was very confused, and yes, there is a payoff when the whole movie is building towards killing the uncle, and the ending scene is him literally decapitating him and getting stabbed himself. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just I I saw the plot twist coming of the mom being like happy or whatever. Um, didn't see that coming. I I don't know. I just again I was confused and. Just kind of bored, Ty. It was a very, very, like you said, very, very slow burn. I'm glad you appreciated it. I appreciate it a lot. I'm also now realizing I told you there was no incest in this movie. The mom kissing the son, I did not like that one bit. There was incest, and it yes. made me uncomfortable. Yes. I didn't know. Was she just playing mind games, or was she actually trying to be his lover? Because she said something like, well, no. kill him and we can reign supreme or whatever yeah that was her trying to be like hey i'm on your side and then she literally two seconds later tries to stab him jason i think she does stab him yeah so just get into his head really weird move <laughs> smooch your mom yeah not cool and he took it he did he didn't know what to do there's probably a lot of that back in the day Eight years. siblings and cousins and especially yeah. cousins you think the vikings understood cousins that no, they were actually related. No fucking chance they understood <laughs> anything about that. Also, like, look at the landscape of this. 
Like, you're on a farm. There's, like, 25 people max. Mm-hmm. You have kids. Who else are they going to hook up with? Yeah. It's just, that's all. That's your entire option. Yeah. I, that's fucked. Visual cinematography tie. Mm. <clears throat> so, I wish stylistically the action could have been a little bit more realistic. It felt somewhat choreographed at times. Yes, it did. Um, I think some of the action was good. It wasn't as violent as I would have liked with that, but I don't know if I can necessarily hurt the cinematography because the violence and the killing and shit did look real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stylistically, it is very, very, very stylized. A lot of weird shit. A lot of the tripping out in the cave and loud music and mystical. I gave it an 18 out of 20. Okay. I also gave it an 18. Very much up there. Um, one, there was a one shot. Let's not forget about that. When they're oh yeah, my favorite yeah. scene of the whole movie is when they are ravaging that first pillage or village. Um, you know when he's obviously the badass Viking mm. now, and he's like climbing the wall and shit. And it's like the whole. I don't know if the whole thing is a one shot, but a lot of it is where it's just kind of like panning, and then it'll pan back to him. It's also a one shot when the kid sees his dad die and like starts to run away and is going under the house and shit. Nice little yeah. one shot there. Not as long, but it it works. Um. I really like that. Yeah, I think the the place setting of all this was very beautiful. Like you said, the action looked realistic. Uh, well, not the action. The the gore looked realistic. Um, wish there was a little bit more, which we'll dive into the next category. Um, my complaint, like it was, it was a very well shot movie, and like I can't deny that whatsoever. Just from the the visuals to, like you said, the style to the score to everything, like it was artsy by you know in in its own way. Um, a little dark at times. That's why I gave it. That was my biggest gripe with it. And that very well could have been Civic Plaza. Which theater did you go into? Which auditorium? Auditorium 10? Far, you turn right. Very far, much could have right. been the auditorium because I saw it in the same one and it seemed dark. Or it just could have been the movie. It could have been, but there's no way for us to know. <laughs> we saw it on the exact same projector. Um, it, it just it felt really dark at times. Um, like the night scenes and stuff. Almost where I couldn't see you. And if I can't really see you and I can't understand your accent, not like I just could like I need subtitles. Riley has gotten me used to subtitles. Like yeah. it, it's a problem. Subtitles movies with subtitles are infinitely better. Yeah. It helps so much. And so it's just hard when I can't see the person and I can't understand what they're saying half the time. But I visually it was, you know, very well done. Look 18 fantastic. out of 20. Look fantastic. Key elements here, Jay. We were expecting a a giant bloody sexual conquest mm-hmm. Viking movie. Mm-hmm. Not what we got. Partially, we got that. There's one sex scene, minimal nudity. <laughs> I didn't pillaging. hold the lack of sex and nudity against it though. I, I just jumped on to pillaging. I do think sex is a very Viking thing though. <laughs> like that was their whole you deal. You got it. What, you, we and did. you got some Anna Taylor Joy butt cheeks. You did. Those were actually her butt. Do you think that was actually her butt? I, I would assume so. I, I mean, wasn't sure. don't discriminate, Jay. The women got Ethan Hawke ass. That is true. That is true. There's something for everybody. Well, and then Skarsgård was pretty much nude just with her covering his dick. Yes, correct. It's pretty dark. You can barely see it, though. I, very <laughs> true. You also got the uncle. I think he was also naked for, like, one scene. Probably. There was, I guess there was. It was very Viking-esque. Yeah. Well, the Vikings didn't wear a lot of clothes. Why would they? It's fucking cold. But like in the summer? <laughs> yeah, fair point. Could add more snow. Well, it was like springtime. It is. Set it in wintertime next time. Next to the Northman too? Yeah. <laughs> About his son? His kids. What'd you give it? Oh, I didn't. I, I give it an 18. Okay, I gave it a 17. Yeah, I think it was still really violent. Um, I think it very much played to that Viking thing. And while it wasn't exactly what I was expecting, what we got was more of a character-driven story. And I think that was done very well by my 17 in story. Um, I think the, the through line and the emotions and the the violence and all of it played together to make a, a very, very well-made movie. That was This felt exactly like what the director wanted, and he made it. Yeah, this is supposed to be a an epic and it has all the notes of an epic, you know, the violence, the emotional, the family betrayal. Yeah. Um, yeah. The killing, like you said, the sex. Um, it's definitely like, it, it fits the genre, you know, to a T like you mentioned visuals, 
and this is just us being spoiled. I th- not even spoiled. I feel like we always ask for more no matter what. So maybe we are spoiled actually is the right word. But like maybe a little bit more violence. Maybe one more pillage scene. Yeah. Um, I need me a good real real gory R-rated movie. I want close-ups on the beheading. I don't want to feel like he's hitting him with a foam sword. <laughs> I want to see like do some practical. Cut off a real head. Have doctors on set. Oh my god. Do a little bit of just light light cuts. Okay, Ty. Find someone who's gonna be willing to do that. Just give me the best CGI in the world, then. <laughs> yeah, it was just it. Obviously, it was what it was, and it was very violent, and it was very you know had its its notes. But it could have been a little bit more. Could have been. Yeah, for sure. And that I just th- I think there's other you know you think of other epic movies. Um, I'm, I have to Google it because I looked up epic movie and it's that one. You know, like I haven't seen any of these, but like. I feel like there definitely is an, an extra echelon. Ech- echelon? Ech- echelon. 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 Of an action epic that it could I have been. I feel like you said it right, but it still just didn't sound right. Like Beowulf. I've actually never seen Beowulf. <laughs> what the fuck is Beowulf? you never heard of Beowulf? But, like, I know you haven't seen that. No, but I've heard of it. What is ba- Beowulf? It's the only poem? got 71% of Rotten Tomatoes. What are, I'm sorry, you're talking about like for the epic for yeah. I just I feel like there's that one extra tier that I didn't quite get to. You know what I mean? Like the gladiator. Yeah, like there's someone out there lists you know the best epic action movies. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. It's just like regular action movies, and I don't think this is in that top you know group. But it definitely is the genre. Yeah, for sure. Characters tie. Jumping on to characters here. I gave it a ten. That's fair. Oh, really? For you. I gave it a 16. Oh, my God. I think lead actor was fantastic. I think it was a slow burn, but it was acted well. I enjoy Anna Taylor-Joy. Um, I think the uncle was very stoic. I think the son was a real asshole and played that part well. Wasn't that upset to see he him die? He was my favorite actor in the movie. The son? Yeah. Like the mini king? Yeah. I think he did a very good job. He was my favorite. I think Skarsgård's performance was very... Subtle, but exactly exactly what it needed to be. Um, Nicole Kidman, while she gives a good performance, I fucking hate her. Jesus, why? Uh, she's just she bugs me every time I see her. Why? I don't know what it is about her, but I don't. I think she's the worst. Like she just is like seems like someone who takes her job way too seriously. Armin White, is that you? No, he liked her. And oh no, no. he said, ah oh, fuck. How do you feel about Ethan Hawke that he was in Loved this? Ethan Hawke. Need more Ethan Hawke. <laughs> okay. He's going into um, Artemis Fowl guy, dude who played Penguin. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. I like Colin Farrell and everything. Me too. I think Ethan Hawke's going to get there for me. See, I didn't really know Ethan Hawke before. Like, I knew who he was, but, like, I, I didn't wasn't, like, a fan of him, so. Well, I've seen him in a few things here or there. Um, he just he gives a really good fucking performance, usually. He's like uh, Camille Nanjani for you, but me. No, Camille Nanjani is in a league of his own. He's fantastic. Oh. I fucking love Camille. Even in Stuber. I mean, he is, he's Camille in Stuber. I will say we get more jacked Camille in the Obi-Wan series, and I can't fucking... He's in the Obi-Wan yeah. series? Yeah. And I can't, got me hooked. That's I all can't you had fucking to tell me. wait for Jedi uh, Camille. That's all you had to tell me. It's going to be so fucking good. A little bit of a tangent. Um... Did you ever watch that Netflix series about the, the where they have to solve a murder, but it's unscripted? It's Will Arnett, but his guests don't have a script. Oh, I never finished that. We watched like three episodes. We watched the Camille. Did you watch Mar- Did you watch Marshawn Lynch one? Yes, that shit was good. funny. Did you watch the Camille one? I don't think I did. That one, Camille, like literally, like Will Arnett's breaking. Like he has to cover his face because he's like laughing. I want to watch that very soon. It's pretty good. Um, no, I just thought the acting like. I landed at a 10 because I, and maybe by my scale, I should have done a 12, but I, I didn't feel like I disliked anyone. I didn't dislike any of the performances, but I personally didn't feel like any of the performances was very memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'm doing Alexander Skarsgård, you know, I'm doing him bad by saying that, but I, I just felt like you could have put any actor in this big or small. Now, not like fucking, you know, super small, like put me in it, but like, I'm not that I'm saying I'm a small actor, but like, and it would have been kind of the same movie. See, I, I feel like they added anything to it necessarily, and I just kind of, I don't know. I feel like the issue with your scale here is 
you're staying low on it, and you always say the upper echelon is for like Oscar performances, as it should be. A million percent, this is going to get some Oscar buzz. I don't think so. Ah, this feels exactly what right up their alley. Released in January. Yeah, but this feels up their alley. Does it though? I think so. I think I. I don't see it. We'll come back to it, and we'll see if I was right or wrong. But I feel like this is going to get some love. See, the problem is though, is if it gets nominated. I'm not going to remember. Or if it doesn't get nominated, I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to be able to tell you you're wrong. Here's what and I'm if it do. does nope. get nominated, you're going to rub it in my face. So it's a win-win for you. Oh, for me? Yeah. I'm making a note on my movie scale. So okay. that way, whenever it comes to Oscar season, I'm looking at my score right next to my score on my personal scale. Oscar's reminder. Okay. You thinking best picture? No. What are you thinking? What, no, what, think, what gets I nominated? Think, I think maybe maybe some acting. Okay, I'm not if you I'm not talking like costume design. No, I th- I'm talking thinking, about characters right I'm now. I'm thinking acting, I'm thinking cinematography, and I'm thinking director. Which actor? Skarsgård. Mm. I think he may get a little bit of love for how understated it is, but the seriousness of it. He this, would definitely be the worst in the category. I haven't even seen the other Oscar movies yet. We he's a million. Time out. He's so much fucking better than last year's nominee of fucking dickbag fucking brother and <laughs> power of the dog such a better performance but very much similar and you're gonna tell me he gets a bunch of fucking buzz yeah see now i got you thinking i like the performances more in that movie than you did you're gonna tell me this isn't the exact same level of performance as jesse plemons okay jesse plemons no jesse plemons did not deserve it i liked the kid more than you did yeah you did i looked up way too early oscar predictions yeah <laughs> number one uh by this article is Babylon on Paramount. The fuck? I think that's another like action epic movie. Babylon movie 2022. I don't know if it's, yeah, it is 2022. Tobey Maguire is in it. He's acting? Like outside of just getting a Spider-Man paycheck? It's an American period drama starring Brad oh, Pitt, Oh, it hasn't Margot come Robert. out yet? No. Oh. That December makes 25th, sense. 2022. Okay. I was like, why haven't we watched this? Oh, he serves as an executive producer. We've got Tobey Maguire, Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, Meryl Streep. She's respected. Samara Weaving. She just... Wait a minute. Are they not sure who got casted? Because she looks just like fucking Margot Robbie. Who? Samara Weaving. I don't see her on... I'm on Wikipedia. I don't... Oh. Just search Babylon movie. She does look like her. She looks exactly like... She's Australian. I think this is just one of these two are going to be cast, and we don't know who yet. The other um, Oscar favorites right now, number two, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is a Scorsese and DiCaprio movie that's coming to Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. Not sure when. The Fablemans, Spielberg movie. Okay. Paul Dano, isn't it? Okay. Seth Rogen, isn't it? Oh, I'm intrigued. Empire of the Light. <laughs> no. Uh, the lady who did... The favorite, I guess, actress. Everything Everywhere All at Once. We've seen that one. A million percent deserving. I don't see anything else. I don't see the Northman on here, Ty. That's why it's way too early. As the year winds down, they're going to be like, oh, you remember this? Avatar 2, what about that? It's not on the list, but. CGI on it looks really good. It's going to be beautiful, Ty. It's going to be gorgeous. It's IMAX? That's the only chance I'll see that movie. I don't want to see it not in IMAX. Oh, I thought you were like, I'm not really going to watch it unless we can go to... No, like... No, that's what I am saying. You made it seem like you have no interest in seeing it. I don't. But if you can see it in IMAX, you will. We have to review that movie. I have to watch the first one then. You've never seen the first Avatar? I've rode um, the ride at Animal Kingdom. It's really awesome. Hmm. Never, I've never rode that. I don't know how Best much it correlates. <laughs> not really anything. Um, yeah. Best ride ever I've ever ridden, though. Enjoyment, tie. I enjoyed this an 8 out of 20. I was bored. I fell asleep. Or, not, I didn't actually fall asleep. But I almost fell asleep. So, I, res- decided, I was happy it was over. Let's just put it that way. I respect this. I think everything it did worked really well. Um, I, I see what they're trying to make. I think some of the shit was really cool. It wasn't like it was a whole bunch of fun to watch, though. While respecting so the storylines and everything, uh, I gave it a 15. <laughs> A 15 still, still really high score. It's a fairly high score, but it's still nothing like. You set that up like you were going to give it like a 12. No, 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 no. Definitely not. 
But I mean, a 15 puts it in the neighborhood of. I mean, yeah, no, this is. We'll just we'll just continue on. Neighborhood of what? Just going to a 15. I think Anna Taylor Joy just gives 15s because last night in Soho, I got a one. <laughs> Marriage Story, which was another slow burn, very much respected it, but wasn't She's in a, that movie. No, this is just oh. other 15s. Just the first one that showed up was last night in Soho. You have no time to die of 15. Not the same thing. <laughs> um, without remorse, the Tomorrow War. I don't you have the Tomorrow War of 15. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mm. I gave it an eight. I may go back and bump that. No, I gave that an eight because I didn't really enjoy the movie. I was happy it was over. I really was like it was. I was excited to leave the theater. It just it wasn't that fun. I really wouldn't recommend it to anyone. That being said, it gets as high as an eight because I respect the cinematography and I respect the genre, and that genre just isn't for me. Ty, mm. it beat out movies like Home Team, which got a six. Ghostbusters got a nine, and that was the score I was looking at. Ghostbusters, objectively not as well good, well made of a movie. Didn't like the characters that much. The plot made no sense, but it was at least a little bit fun, and that's why I got a nine instead of an eight. <laughs> I liked this movie more than Ghostbusters. I think this movie got a higher score than Ghostbusters. If I had to rewatch one of them, I would rewatch Ghostbusters. And we're talking about the Ghostbusters, the new one, not the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, no. For those that may be confused. For sure. Still never seen the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, final scores. I'm sitting at an 84 out of 100 for The Northman. Uh, this movie was was very well made. I, I'll i be honest, I don't know if I can re- recommend it either because it's very much like a... <laughs> 84, you have to recommend it. That's above the line for you. I don't have to recommend it if it's an artsy, Oscar-worthy type movie. It's a fucking great movie, but I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea. It was my cup of tea. Well, I texted you that this would be a movie that we disagree on, and it is the third biggest difference we've ever had, only behind Huey Halloween, which I liked and you didn't. That was Hubie. I said Hubie Halloween. You're saying Huey. You said Hubie. You said Huey the first time. I said Hubie. Rewind the tapes. Listeners, go back 15 seconds. (laughs) Um, And The Tomorrow War, which was an atrocious movie that you... (laughs) talk yourself into what do you um, mean i talked myself into i just brought it up and said i should bump the score that's a fucking fun movie i give this a 61 out of 100 Ooh. giving it a difference of 23 points ty damn putting it at 72 and a half as our within the line score tied with jingle jangle do you remember a thing about jingle jangle really bad dancing no good dancing i don't <laughs> <laughs> I remember Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> and he gave an okay performance, but I really like him. So, yeah. What was that movie? It's like remember. a toy factory, something like that. Yeah. Was he? I know he built toys, but like, what was the? What was the like main conflict? Wasn't it? It was like a alternate reality where someone else stole his toy idea, or, or not alternate reality, but he did. It was like the guy's assistant. It was the kid's dad's assistant stole the toy idea, and that was Michael Keegan Michael Key, and he became. Rich and powerful, but the kid had to stop him. Which I don't know. Wasn't the kid daughter? the main character? How'd daughter? she stop him? I don't know. Probably pro- proved his corruptness to the courts. I don't know. <laughs> the Jingle Jingle Courts. I don't remember that movie very much. Well, this is a movie I'm not going to remember. Um, look, you gave it above the line. Yeah. I gave it below the line. Not be- yeah, below the line. Averages which means, out within the line. But which means if I were giving the the score. I would have given it a rotten, and I, I, I do stand by that. Mm. It's one I, of those weird movies, but I'm with the critics. I, I think it's, I think it is in fact fresh. I don't think it's everyone's cup of tea, but I think this is a good movie objectively. It's a well-made movie. I don't know if I'll go as far to say it's a good movie. I, I would go as far as to say it's a good movie. I gave it a fucking eighty-four. Next week, we are reviewing Firestarter. It is a 1984 remake horror slash thriller. Yes, I'm watching an R-rated horror movie for the podcast. I am committed. Will we see another one enjoyment score? Potentially. The less scary this is, the higher the enjoyment goes. Mm -hmm. But see, this is where it's in a tough, tough fucking category here. Because, like, if it does this well, I'm going to give it some love. And it's going to get a better score than me. But if it does it bad, you're going to give it some love. And it's going to drop down for me. It's doomed to fail. 
That being said, it has a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 30% audience score. So be ready for a bad movie. Zac Efron. <laughs> he is in it. Um, and then the week after that, I believe we have Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes, sir. Which I am very excited for. I'm still undecided if that's going to be a giant piece of shit or not. I like everyone in it, which is why I'm like, okay. Yeah. But it still doesn't seem like it's going to be good. I th- I love when movies have other properties. Wreck-It Ralph 2, Space Jam 2. I eat that slop up all day of the week. All day of the week. Every day of the week. Yeah. So, and this is just more of that. So, it is. It seems very much like that, but with... Like a lot of adult comedians who make like weed movies <laughs> and Big Mouth. So we'll see what happens. I'm intrigued. Random Rotten Tomatoes movie score of the week, Ty. We watched The Northman. That I wanted to find a movie that had a direction in it. Northeast, South, or West. Off the top of your head, can you think of the movie that I picked? West Coast. Something with the West Coast. West Am I even, is that the right direction? It's the right direction. West Side Story. No, that one was too easy. Wild Wild West starring Will Smith. Oh, um, I've 19, never seen that. Me neither. 1998, nine, 1999 action comedy. It's got 131 reviews. As always, over 250,000 audience. It's got Will Smith, Kevin Klein. 27%. It's got our boy Kenneth Branagh. Directing? Mustache guy. No, he's in it. Salma Hayek. Not directing? I still don't know with him. I no. don't know. I've been hurt. He's not directing. Just acting. Just, been... just the mustache. Does I... he have a mustache in this? No idea. No, I... I said 27%, but I need to know if he has a mustache in this. Okay, hold on. Let me look up his character name. No, we've established. We like Kenneth Barra, the actor. We don't like Kenneth Barra, the director. But didn't he have a really good directing movie? I know he had Artemis Fowl, but... Yeah, he had something else that we liked for sure. He does have a... <laughs> Ty, he does have a mustache, and it's quite <laughs> epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to like get my cords loose here, but I'm I'm gonna flip my my. Oh my around. fucking god! It's like four pieces. <laughs> He's got the top, the two sides that don't connect to the center on the chin. He looks like the Anon mask or the anonymous mask, not Q. Yeah, but like a as a person. With two add-ons, <laughs> he's got he's got the twirly stash. He's got a a goatee that branches out a little bit, and then well, he's got the the middle of the goatee, yeah. the soul patch that has a little branch. Then he has the goatee on the side that doesn't connect to the mustache. It wings out with his tipped mustache. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> this man is Kenneth Branagh, the king of mustaches. Yes, no, a hundred percent. He is the king of cinema facial hair. And I don't think there's any arguing that. Those are one and two that I've ever seen. And it's by the same guy. Oh, man. Fucking love it. So, Ty, what's your, what's your guess? I originally said 27%. I'm very, very cautious now to go that <laughs> well. the mustache. I don't think it's a good movie, but I think Kenneth Branagh probably carries it a little bit. We're going to go 46. 16%. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. 20 you almost got audience audience was 26 28 sorry damn that's a bad move i'm gonna i'm actually gonna look at that right now wild wild west kenneth bernard what a guy kenneth bernard is so fucking cool in (laughs) movies he doesn't know how to make good movies but that is just wow (laughs) that's all i got for you ty What, what are we doing firestarter next week firestarter Firestarter next week, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Maybe a double episode after that. Who knows? Yeah. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.